South Carolina voters head to the ballot box today for the Republican primary. How front runners are looking in the polls. And Austin FC kicks off tonight for the first game of the season. We'll show you the newly finished McCullough Station and how it's helping fans get to the game. Some serious heat builds in for the beginning of the work week. We'll show you a warm up, a big cool down, and the latest on our rain chances in first warning weather. It's primary election day in South Carolina, and the two remaining Republican candidates, Donald Trump and Nikki Haley, are going head to head. DC correspondent Hannah Brandt is live from South Carolina with more. Hannah, thanks for joining us here. Yeah, Nabelle, polls just closed here in South Carolina, and former President Donald Trump is looking for a win tonight as he tries to wrap up the Republican nomination. But former Governor Nikki Haley tells me that she's just looking for enough support here to stay competitive. We're not slowing down. We're keeping our foot on the gas. Former President Donald Trump seems poised to beat former Governor Nikki Haley in South Carolina, adding another state to his primary election sweep. If you can't win here in your home state of South Carolina, where can you win? The point is, it's not about which state we're going to win. It's about the fact that 70% of Americans don't want the choice that they're being given. Haley argues voters don't want a Trump-Biden rematch, but Trump is laser-focused on beating President Biden. Crooked Joe Biden, you're fired. Get out of here. And he's looking to rally support by convincing voters this election is high stakes. Our country is being destroyed, and the only thing standing between you and its obliteration is me. Trump's campaign is complicated by his various legal issues. They're trying to steal my liberty. If there's any shred of justice left, they will fail. But Haley says Trump is bound to spend more time in a courtroom than on the campaign trail. That's not how you win a general election. That's why Republicans won't win if Donald Trump is the nominee. So win or lose in South Carolina, Haley says she's staying in this race. We have a country to save, and I'm not going to stop until we do that. And we've just learned that AP is projecting Trump wins when all the votes are counted here. Nabil, back to you. Thank you, Hannah. And breaking news, UT police say they're responding to something at Welch Hall, the largest academic building on the UT campus. They're advising people to avoid the area, but haven't given a reason why. We'll update you on air and online as soon as we know more information. One person is dead after a shooting in North Austin. This happened in a business complex at about 2 p.m. today, just off North Lamar near 183 and West Anderson Lane. APD says two people were involved. As far as a suspect, we were told that all parties are accounted for and that there is no remaining threat to people living nearby. Now, this is Austin's 10th homicide of the year. Digital reporter Christopher Adams has a map of all the homicides in Austin this year. That's on our website, kxan.com. Just search where have Austin's homicide occurred in 2024. Today marks two years since Russia's full-scale invasion into Ukraine. The conflict has left tens of thousands dead, injured, or missing. And Ukrainian forces are facing increasingly dire ammunition shortages as new military aid remains stalled in Congress. NBC's Richard Engel reports from Kiev, Ukraine. This is, of course, the two-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine when Russian forces tried to take this city, the capital, Kiev, but were ultimately unsuccessful. Now, most of the fighting is along the front lines in the south and in the east, but 
This is a very difficult moment for Ukraine. The supplies of Western ammunition are running low. U.S. support is looking shaky. And Russia is appearing confident, taking its first significant territory in nearly a year out in the Far East. But today, President Zelensky, he went to a spot just outside of Kyiv where the Russians launched their initial assault. It was an air assault just outside of, uh, of the Ukrainian capital. He went there and he said, two years ago, Russian forces tried to take this country from this very spot. But this time, he was accompanied by the leaders of Italy, Canada, the European Union. And he said, instead of being under attack, in that spot. Now they are surrounded by friends. So Ukraine is trying to put an optimistic spin on this day. And I can say despite all of the losses, despite all of the destruction in this country, Ukrainians are exhausted, but they are certainly not defeated. They are certainly not demo uh, demoralized. They know why they are fighting. They know the costs of losing this war. Vladimir Putin says and continues to say that Ukraine is not a country, it is a, a long lost part of Russia and that he's on a historic mission to reunite it under Russia's control, under his control. And so far that has not been successful. And as long as uh, Ukrainians say they can get Western support, they can get more weapons coming, they believe that victory is still possible. First Warning Weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. All right, good evening. Let's take you out to Q2 Stadium, the Indeed Domain weather camera there showing you all the cars, all the people walking in here. We're still about an hour and a half from kickoff there at Q2 for the opening game of the season. And what a evening to kick off soccer here in Central Texas tonight. Temperatures right now are in the mid-70s after reaching the low 80s earlier. Got a bit of a breeze out of the south, Hoping to pump in this warm air throughout the area and it's going to be warmer tonight than it was last night. No clouds though on clouds and radar, so it should be a clear evening. If you're rushing over to Q2, you better leave soon with that 730 kickoff at seven will be at 70, but the majority of the game here uh, down into the middle and eventually lower 60s, but all dry here tonight as Austin FC host Minnesota. Coming up in first warning weather, an update to your Sunday forecast will show you when temperatures could head close to 90, if not into the 90s, and the latest on some rainfall opportunities later next week. A nice night for soccer. Thank you, Nick. Austin FC fans, though, they're flooding to Q2 for the first game of the season. Today's also the first day for Cap Metro's newest transit rail station, which will shuttle fans to the game. City leaders celebrated the grand opening of McCullough Station this morning after years in the works. KXN's Mercedes Hernandez is there now with more and how it will affect them. The new station has already seen its fair share of passengers dressed head to toe in Austin FC green. Now they're getting off here and hoofing it over just a few feet away to Q2 Stadium. Cap Metro in the city of Austin says McCullough Station was built as part of Project Connect and with sports fans in mind. The station has an extra long special events platform to accommodate big crowds. One reason for the project was to boost mobility and transit for people in the North Burnett area. Making it easier to navigate the booming development around Q2 was also a big driver for the project. At Saturday's grand opening, Mayor Kirk Watson said the station is the result of years of work. If you stop and you think about how this came about, we have something to celebrate. 
Austin is a special place. The fan base, our, what we're doing with affordable housing, what we're doing with transit, it all makes a difference. And we are going to continue that. Transit leaders say they'll continue to evaluate ridership at nearby Kramer Station just up Burnett Road. Formerly the closest stop to Q2 to see how travel patterns may need to be adjusted now that the McCullough Station is up and running. At Q2, Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And an update on that warning on the UT campus we just gave you. UT police are reporting it's an isolated chemical spill inside the lab. The building is being evacuated and they say there's no threat to the community and no injuries have been reported. Hey, Noah Gross here at Q2 Stadium. It is opening night for MLS soccer here in Austin. Fans are starting to file in, breaking down what's a busy day in sports and how Austin FC is trying to start the season strong. Keep it here. The future of home architecture will be put on full display this weekend. The Modern Architecture Design Society is hosting the 15th annual Austin Modern Home Tour through tomorrow. The tour has more than a dozen locations available to visit over the weekend. According to organizers, MADS said featured neighborhoods include Allendale, Barton Hills, Brentwood, Zilker, and more. Now, the first day of the tour included showcases of some of Austin's current modern residential architecture, and tomorrow, MADS said there would be a roster of homes currently on the market. Highs today in Austin, 81, just six degrees below the record. Today may actually be the coolest day of the next few. We'll show you highs up near 90 in first warning weather. Welcome back. A beautiful day outside and a beautiful day to be at Q2 right now. Yeah, I think Austin FC couldn't have scripted the weather for tonight's opening game any better. And whatever you're doing here this evening or the rest of the weekend should be great. Let's take it outside to Liberty Hill. Our Whittlesey Landscape Supplies camera there where we're at 74 degrees. Another hour or two will be dropping into the 60s and staying in the 60s most of the evening. Generally all across the state we've got 70s now. We're a fantastic day uh, here in Texas. Then we'll be dropping into the 60s here by mid to late evening. There we are at 10. Overnight lows eventually get down into the 50s and that's how we start your Sunday. So tomorrow morning is not going to be as cool as this morning was if you were up early and out early this morning and you felt some of the chill in the air. Uh, several degrees warmer to begin the day here tomorrow thanks to a southerly wind. It will be a windier day tomorrow, but therefore a warmer day as the wind pushes in some of that warmth from the south and southwest, already upper 70s by the middle of the day, and we'll get highs closer to the mid-80s tomorrow. Even a few spots in the hill country could reach the low 90s tomorrow. And then we drop back down into the 70s again here at 9 tomorrow evening, 60s most of the night, and 60s is how we start Monday. So Monday morning, even warmer than tomorrow morning will be. And look at the high temperatures Monday afternoon. We're thinking 87 or 88 in Austin, but some of the numbers, thanks to much dry air in the hill country could get well into the 90s. Okay, it's not quite triple digits, but some areas may be dangerously close to uh, the first triple digit days of the year in the hill country anyway on Monday afternoon. Monday, by the way, should be our very warmest day of the week. On clouds and radar, barely any clouds across Texas at all, so we're not expecting that that changes here tonight. A mostly clear night, and that means a mostly sunny day here tomorrow too, aside from just a few passing high clouds. There will likely be more in the way of clouds on Monday. 
scattered, mostly high clouds. I still think way more sun than clouds on Monday, but much more cloudiness builds in on Tuesday. We'll likely start the day with low clouds and even some areas of fog. So tonight, mostly clear, not as cool. Call it 54 degrees. That's an above normal low temperature and mostly sunny skies for your Sunday. Fantastic day, but a bit of a breezier day. Those southwest winds 10 to 20 miles per hour may gust up to 25 or so. Temperatures warm up 87 Monday. Not quite as warm, but very close on Tuesday. More clouds, though. Then a cold front Wednesday morning knocks us down to 70 on Wednesday. You will notice some of the warmest days are also the most humid days. Not terribly humid, but a little bit of humidity in the air on Monday and Tuesday especially. Rain chances still not too impressive. 20% Thursday, Friday, 10% for next Saturday. We think those amounts... For those of you that do get rain, will be less than a quarter inch. I do want to highlight Thursday's high temperature, though, only 59. But we do see temperatures climbing into the 70s, though, by next Saturday. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Hey, well, Nick told you how beautiful it is outside here at Q2 Stadium. We're actually here, and we can confirm. A perfect night for opening night of soccer for the Verde and Black. Talking about the actual product on the field. Disappointment last season ago for Austin FC, and that started in the opening match against St. Louis. An expansion team, Austin, coming off that great 2022, is expected to replicate, if not exceed it, in 2023, but no such luck. They struggled in that season opener, and that kind of set the tone for the season, so the team knows what they learned from last year can start in game one. The ability to execute, there's a big premium on it, and if there are mistakes, it's more punishing. So the games become real and points are on the table, and, and we know how important the start of the season is. So um, we, we look forward to the challenge of Minnesota, but more importantly, we look forward to getting back home in front of our fans. And that's the good thing about this team. We've gone through a crap ton of adversity the past three years, so uh, I think we've, we've been through a lot, and we're prepared to kind of see anything that kind of comes our way. Brad Stuver, always good for a great quote. Talking about a hot start, well, Austin FC sure hopes it's better than Texas men's basketball, who was down 20 at the half, now down 16 to number nine, Kansas, on the road. A great game today in men's college basketball that already happened, also in the Big 12. Baylor and Houston, Eves Misi for Baylor, going for the and one late to try to put them up a point in the final seconds. No good. Houston gets the rebound. Maynard product. We are Maynard Mustangs. Jamal Shedd, the game-winning three, so they thought no time, so they go to overtime. Houston able to win it after that. A thriller in the Big 12, as most of these games seem to be. Still to come, the Texas women on the road. Their game finished, and man, this team just keeps on rolling. Highlights reaction from Orlando. That's coming up next. Welcome back to KXN News at 6. We're live here at Q2 Stadium ahead of Austin FC's opener. But now we go to Texas women's basketball. Team had won seven in a row coming into the day. And man, they had no plans of stopping that winning streak this afternoon, this morning actually, in Orlando. The Longhorns facing UCF, Madison Booker and company in Orlando. Let's get things going here in the second quarter. Shaylee Gonzalez with the steal up ahead to Madison Booker. Those two are working in unison all day long. Horns up nine after that. We go to the next time down the floor. Remember that combination? Well, now it's Booker to Gonzalez for three. They were really dominant in this one. Texas starting to pull away at that point. Then the Horns up 19 in the second half. They call Shaylee Gonzalez grandma. Well, she's savvy. Great moves like this. The fader gets it to go. She had 13 in this one. But the leading scorer, Madison Booker, the freshman, is 
outstanding. And yeah, she's hitting threes now. Some of her game high 22. The Longhorns keep on rolling. That makes for one very happy head coach. Well, first of all, just I couldn't be more proud of our kids. And that's that's how you play. If you're the fifth ranked team in the country and, and you're supposed to be, then that's how the fifth ranked team in the country plays. The transfer. Okay, to Texas baseball we go. Game two against Cal Poly. It was one nothing Texas in the bottom of the fourth. How about this from behind home plate? Max Ballou, first career homer. That would have gone over the Yeti yard in left center. Two run Jack Oppo Taco. Same score in the bottom of the sixth. Charlie Hurley, man, this guy's been solid to start the season as the Saturday starter. LBJ was great last night. Hurley keeping it going. 14 scoreless frames from Texas starters this series. Then Jared Thomas, Oppo Taco, two-run homer. Texas rolls in game two over Cal Poly. Austin FC, season opener tonight. I can't give a prediction. Nick, as we toss it back to you, you're one of the biggest Verde knowledge guys I know. Do you have a prediction for tonight? I'll go with 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. A draw. You know, not a bad start to the season in, in my book. Uh, let's uh, quickly take you out to, to uh, Q2 Stadium. Just beautiful as we take you into the forecast here tomorrow. Sunshine and 84, a bit breezy tomorrow. Nicole. Absolutely, and we'll see y'all coming up tonight on CW and 10 right here at KXAN. See you later.